Welcome back. That's how this works, right? As some of you have been aware, I have been away for the past two and a half months on a sabbatical given graciously by the congregation. So thank you very much for that. It has been a blessing to me and to my family, and we give you thanks. Uh, hopefully this will be a blessing for the congregation as well. While we were away, we got to go and worship in other congregations, made notes, uh, taking, uh, taking down the things. We thought, oh, that's, that's done well. Maybe that could be changed there. So people have asked me since I've been back, are there changes that you're looking to do here? Or changes in your preaching style, things like that. Well, yeah, okay, well, there'll be some things I think that looking to be mindful about doing slightly differently. Uh, one big change, lasers. <laughs> no lasers, no please, no lasers. Uh, we did go one place where they, they in fact had a, a fog machine going for the service. No fog machine either, thank you very much. But now that we're back, we're getting into our life together here. This weekend we're marking the start of a new year in Christian education, what we call our kickoff Sunday. So that's a big time in our life together. We have new classes starting for adults, for youth, all ages, prospective member class starting off. If you want to know more about that, talk to any of us following the service. But all of these things are opportunities to engage with God's Word. I encourage you to do so whether it be here on the weekend, whether it be with your small groups or huddles during the week, even at home with your families, engage with God's Word on a daily basis. That's one of the things over the sabbatical that was continually driven home for me is the importance of being engaged in God's Word, that His Word is that foundation for life as we go from day to day. So as we gather together in our life in Christ here at St. John's, we got to see both a baptism and a recognition of a baptism. As Lutheran Christians, we believe that God gives a great gift in baptism. It's a big deal. It's something that God is doing for his people. In baptism, the Holy Spirit is connecting you with Jesus. You're marked with the sign of the cross as we saw, and that is something that no one can ever take away from you. Jesus has called you to be his own. You have been given a new identity. God's word speaks life into you. He gives faith that changes you. And through that faith, he changes the world around you. Well, the Bible points us to Jesus as the word of God, the living, active word of God who has taken humanity into himself. Jesus is the living, active Word of God incarnate. We hear that again today in Mark's Gospel. In this account of Jesus healing the man deaf and with a speech impediment, Jesus works again through the power of his Word. Through the working of his Word, he brings deliverance and healing to people who know all too well the brokenness of our world. As Jesus demonstrates when he heals this deaf man, making him hear, giving him clear speech, Jesus is the one who can actually change the brokenness. This is something that no one else can do. He is the fulfillment of God's promise through the prophet Isaiah. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then the lame man leap, 
like a deer and the tongue of the mute sing for joy. Jesus is the word who changes our brokenness. You can't hear when your ears are stopped up. How many of you have ever been on an airplane flight with maybe a cold, allergies, anything like that? You go up, you go down, you go up and down some more. By the end of the flight, your ears can be really messed up. That sense of hearing that you so take for granted is stripped, limited. Or if you make use of a hearing aid to restore that ability to perceive the sound in the world around you, you know just how valuable having clear ears are for interacting with the people in your life. So similarly, if your ears are shut to God's word, his instruction, what are you missing out on? Chances are that the clearest voice that you'll be able to perceive is your own. And if you're only listening to your own voice, how can you learn of God's love for you? Jesus opens ears. The living, active word of God breaks through the deafness of our hearts to proclaim this good news of his grace. When you come here, when you come to this place, Jesus is here and he is speaking. He will confront the brokenness that is in your life. You know it's there. And he does too. But he doesn't stop there. Jesus speaks forgiveness. He assures you that he has taken your guilt, he has taken your brokenness onto himself, and he has taken it away. He opens your ears to hear the world around you, to hear you to hear him calling you by name. He is beckoning you to follow him. And he doesn't stop with just opening your ears. He opens your mouth too, untying your tongue so that you might speak and share the word with clear and loving speech. But what if your eyes are closed? Have you ever tried finding your way in an absolutely dark room? If you're like me, usually your hands are stretched out in front of you in the hopes that you're not going to run into some sort of sharp object or smash face first into the wall or door that you're trying to find. There are times, though, when maybe you close your eyes because you don't want to see something you're afraid of, something you'd rather avoid. When your eyes are closed, if your eyes are so shut that you can barely squint out through those tightly clenched eyelids and maybe make out your feet on the floor around you, you can't really get around that way. And if your eyes are shut, well, it's that much harder to help the people who are around you, especially if you're pretending that they're simply not there. But Jesus opens eyes. The brokenness that we know is sin, the self-centeredness that's at work in us, shuts our eyes both to God and to the world around us. But by the power of his word, Jesus restores sight. He shows that he cares for you through his gifts. He shows us today through holy baptism, when we gather around the altar for holy communion. He shows us through his church. Look around and see the people here through whom God cares for you. 
The living, the active word of God removes the blindfold that sin puts on each of us so that we might live in the light of God's love, that we might acknowledge the people around us and their worth, their beauty as our fellow human beings, our fellow creatures of our Master and Lord. If your hands are closed, though helping those fellow human beings is pretty hard to do. If you've ever been on a road trip with children, or maybe as a child, you've probably either spoken or heard the time-honored phrase, keep your hands to yourself. Funny thing though is, is as human beings, that's our default state. Our hands are kept to ourselves, our self-interest. Our hands are naturally closed off when it comes to serving others. Now, we as Christians might even say, well, closed hands are a good thing when we say, well, we'll pray for you. But if that's all we're doing, if we are failing to care for the needs of the people around us, well, we're falling short if we simply leave it at that. That's what James is getting to today when he writes, if a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, be warmed and filled without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? Jesus opens hands. The living, active word of God frees our hands from slavery to self. He gives gifts to you, caring for you. And through you, he gives gifts to others. With open eyes, with open hands, God's people can change the world in active service to our neighbors. As a congregation, we continue to set our minds and our hearts, along with our eyes and our hands, to joining Jesus on his mission. And it is his word that makes all of that happen. Open ears, open eyes, open hands. This is living faith. So following Jesus, who has put his word onto you, who has given you a new identity in that gift of holy baptism, you are transformed by faith. The living, active word of God is at work in you, and it is work through you. So opened, freed from slavery to sin and to self, you serve in Christ's grace. Now, faith isn't merely a belief. It isn't something that's just in your head or something that you feel in your heart. Faith is a lifestyle of following Jesus in trust and selfless service. There's really no such thing as faith without works because God gives both of them and he gives them together. So as we come together on this kickoff Sunday, I again encourage you to engage with God's word. Take advantage of the opportunities, the new beginnings that he is putting here before you. Because through his word, you will have open ears, open eyes, and open hands. So welcome back. May you be richly blessed as we grow together in Jesus who has done all things well for us. Amen.